Thank you. That intro music was When the Angels Sing by Souls of Distortion, another one of my favorite groups led by the amazing vocalist and singer and all-around cool guy, Mike Ness. So, you know, name When the Angels Sing, is that the, the topic for today? Stay tuned. Only time will tell. Welcome back to the Straight from the Suburbs podcast, episode 11. As usual, I am locked away in Superhero Studios. Glad to be here. Glad to be recording. Glad that my listeners keep listening. And glad that stores have reopened, allowing me, the Crypt Keeper, access to thrift shops so I can resume adding vintage and, and cool toys to my superhero and Star Wars collection. You know, some of my most recent additions have been a Darth Vader lightsaber. That's, it's pretty cool. It's mounted on, on the wall and has like the hand sticking out. So it's a lightsaber mounted light. Um, it's really cool. I also got a um, recently a Kylo Ren crucifix lightsaber and a classic Darth Maul double-bladed lightsaber. Very cool. The only problem is having enough space to properly display my treasures. Speaking of space objects, I recently was reading about... Ooh, I'm going to mess up this word I always do. Umuamua. Now, Umuamua came tumbling through our earthly solar system on October, in October 2017. And it stayed around our solar system for around two years, which is incredible in itself. The name it was given, Umuamua, it's, it's Hawaiian. And it's Hawaiian for a messenger that reaches out from the distant past. It's a cool name. It was spotted by the Pan Stars 1 telescope in Hawaii, hence the Hawaiian name. Umuamua is a very strange object. It's long. It's 10 times as long as it is wide. It's dark red. It's curved, and it travels. It was traveling at a reasonable 180,000 miles per hour. Now, scientists at first thought it to be a comet or an asteroid that originated in our solar system, but without a trailing tail, both comet and asteroid have been ruled out. Furthermore, its odd tumbling motion, trajectory, and shape, scientists have, at NASA have determined it to be not of our galaxy, making Oumuamua the first interstellar object to enter our galaxy ever. On top of that, scientists at Harvard, in conjunction with NASA, have determined and classified Oumuamua as, and I'm doing air quotes here, as an interstellar object of artificial origin. What was the determining factor was that when Oumuamua entered our galaxy, it, it slowed down, it practically halted then unexpectedly boosted up in speed and traveled through and ultimately out of our solar system. Practically impossible, but all true. All this amazing info had led Harvard to determine that Oumuamua is a, again, air quotes here, is a fully operational probe sent intentionally to Earth's vicinity by an alien civilization. Amazing. Which leads me to inform my listeners that National Asteroid Day was on June 30th. Happy belated Asteroid Day. Now, all that information was put forth on Disclosure Day. This happened, to an extent, on June 25th, 2021. Not too long ago. On that date, a nine-page discourse was released by the Pentagon. Now, from the outside, nine pages appears to be, at best, underwhelming. But to the untrained eye. To a keen observer, like the Crypt Keeper, those nine pages are like a prologue from a good book. It gives you some juicy explanations, but leaves you wanting more. And I believe there is more to come. 
within those nine pages, they cram a lot of info. You can find it online. So I'd invite all my fabulous listeners to Google it and read it. Nine pages. It won't take too long. But those nine pages said a lot. And what really stood out was that since, 20, uh, since 2014, there have been 144 UFO cases that have been investigated by the Pentagon. Of those 144, they have a rational explanation for three. That leaves the Pentagon shrugging their shoulders at 141 unexplained UFO cases. But what some people, those who scoff at the nine pages, don't know is that the report passed out by the Pentagon to Congress was actually 125 pages. The report that was released to the public was a mere morsel of mystery. That being said, what remains outstanding are 116 pages of intergalactic mystery that I believe will be leaked out sooner than later. Maybe what we will be discussing today will be included in those yet to be released pages. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever seen anything in the sky or on the ground that you, you can't explain or leaves you perplexed? I know I have. And if you have, I would love to hear about it. Now, I have a notebook. Well, I actually have several notebooks that I use to write down just interesting thoughts. I often refer to it when choosing a podcast topic. I'll brainstorm odd stories that I remember from times past, weird articles too. As you know, when I was a younger, I would scour the Ottawa Citizen and Ottawa Sun for attention-grabbing headlines. And I always find that, the, that usually the smaller articles rendered the larger treasure. In those headlines, I remember one that I wrote down as Ottawa Angel. In reference to the article, I was able to cross-reference with some Reddit posts that enlightened me to the strange occurrence that happened not too long ago to a motorist going north on the 416 highway. A mysterious incident I deem the Ottawa Angel incident. On September 17, 2013, an unnamed motorist was driving northward on the 416. Now, for my international listeners, the, the, the 416, it's just simply a major highway in Ottawa. Everybody uses it. Everybody just knows, knows it as the 416. The time was around 12.20 p.m., early afternoon. The motorist thought he saw a large seagull in the sky, but as the supposed seagull lowered from the sky, he observed that the wings just did not match. Besides the wings, the airborne flyer had outstretched arms, a human head, torso, tucked together legs, and flying in a horizontal position. The wings were off-white and large, and they were moving slowly as the aerial flyer descended. It was both beautiful and horrific, as there was something sinister that went with its grace. The wingspan looked to be around 20 feet and appeared too big for its muscular body. The entity landed around 50 feet from the cars on the highway, which was not terribly busy at the time, and they all slowed down in order to observe this odd occurrence. With all the twists and turns of the highway, the witness was now adjacent to the creature. Now, the following page I have here is a direct, direct quote from the, from the witness. So here I go, I'm quoting. So now that I was looking to my right, I could see it coming down to the treetop level still in a horizontal body position, gliding a bit more than flapping its wings like when it was higher. 
The sun lit up the white feathers and the wings appeared gray underneath due to the sun and their shadows. The part that still sends chills down my spine was the being's human-like characteristics, yet not being like any human. He was the color of dark, wet clay, like mud. Face, lips, arms, legs, and all. He was also 12 to 15 feet tall, judging by his height compared to the trees around him. His physical stature would make a 12-foot bodybuilder look like a scrawny pipsqueak. The mass and size of its muscles were beast-like and very powerful looking. I remember it looking over and down towards us on the highway, and the look terrified me. Whew. The witness then said that he felt inferior in its gaze. He felt the disdain this angel was emitting. Its stare emitted power. As it acclimatized itself with the ground, with difficulty as he was forced to use his arms as a counterbalance due to, due to its large wings, the witness again addressed its gray color and spoke of it wearing a headdress over its long matted hair that the angel wore in thick pigtails. It also wore a thin, almost see-through robe that exposed its chiseled physique. I have another quote from the witness, and I quote, He did not appear friendly or welcoming. The last seconds I could see him was of his ominous glare towards my direction, through my back window as I passed that moment of its touchdown. His nose and upper eye socket ridges cast a black shadow over portions of its clay-colored warrior's looking face. It looked like he was here for a definite reason, and the fact that we on the road could see him did not seem to bother him at all. This is this is incredible. So uh, our witness slowly continued on his way, but in a daze of stupefaction as he exited on exit 66. From what he remembers, there were 15 other cars that witnessed the event. So he knows others are out there. He finished the interview by saying it was the most beautiful and also the most terrifying thing he ever saw. But the question remains, what did he see? Now, throughout history, winged entities have been documented for centuries and remain seen to this day. From prehistoric caves depicting winged men and objects to biblical phenomena to, to Ottawa, angelic events have occurred worldwide. Biblically, angels are described as entering with trumpet horns playing, basked in a powerful white glamour, peaceful as well, snow-white wings, flying gracefully and walking amongst mankind with poise and dignity, allowing others to bask in their glow. Sounds delightful, but also polar opposite to how our Ottawa angel has been described. With every up, there's a down. With every good, there's a bad. It's, it's Think about it as the, it's the yin-yang effect. You can't have one without the other. So what type of angel landed in Ottawa? Now, angels were a plenty in heaven, and when the leader of the angels, God's once favorite, Lucifer Morningstar, changed his ways and was cast out of heaven and became a fallen angel, he did not go alone. He took one-third of the angels with him, giving eventual rise to option number one, the Nephilim. The Nephilim were spoken of in the Bible in Genesis and Numbers, and are referred to in Ezekiel as well. The Hebrew word Nephilim is directly translated as giant and taken to mean the fallen ones, from the Hebrew nephal, which means to fall. Remember, 
When Satan was cast out, he convinced the angels Moloch, Chemosh, Dagon, Belial, and Beelzebub to go with them to earth and to live free from the laws of God. Thereupon, they were cast out of heaven. While on earth, the fallen angels took a liking to the human women whom they courted and mated with, resulting in the Nephilim, who are the offspring they produced. These new living creatures grew up large and mystical. Unlike the radiant glow of angels, the Nephilim had a grayish glow with large feathered wings. Sounds familiar? They were huge, between 12 to 7 feet tall, and very muscular. Their eyes glowed gold, and they continued their line by mating with the daughters of man, and mostly lived a gratuitous lifestyle. Just like angels, Nephilim can be invoked. For positive purposes, for example, you would invoke Archangel Gabriel, but some may want to invoke the Nephilim for nefarious purposes. Nephilim are often considered as giants and or demons. Was the Ottawa angel a descended Nephilim, invoked by a local resident for sinister purposes? Only they know. Option number two brings us to an oft-misunderstood, lesser-known biblical woman whose name was erased from time itself, the oft-forgotten Lilith. Adam's first wife was not Eve. It was Lilith. She was created at the same time as Adam by God. She was made out of the same mud that Adam was made from. As a result, she intelligently thought herself as equal to Adam. But Adam thought differently. Adam expected her to be subservient, but Lilith refused. She wanted equality and offered to share, but her forward thinking only enraged Adam. Lilith left Adam after she refused to bow down to him and then was kicked out of Eden and she made the promise that she would never return to the Garden of Eden. She left Adam on her own accord. She was the first feminist. She was a strong woman who refused to back down. Lilith later coupled with the archangel Samael, who, for those not know, is the actual name of Satan. Now, I had presented Lilith as an option because she was made of mud and was beautiful. The Ottawa angel had an appearance of being mud-like and was also beautiful. Could the Ottawa angel be the spawn of Lilith, created by Lilith? If so, the term Ottawa angel would be incorrect. It would be the Ottawa demon. The third option of who or what was the Ottawa angel that I present to you, loyal listeners, is my favorite cryptid, the infamous Mothman, soothsayer of destruction. The Mothman can be described as a muscular, bipedal, winged humanoid, not very moth-like. His appearance has been described as demonically angelic. His coloration ranges from black to gray to even brown, the color of mud. He is often reported as huge, well over seven feet tall, with a wingspan of 20 feet, plus the ability to fly over 100 miles per hour. The Mothman was first spotted on November 12, 1966, in Clarendon, West Virginia, by cemetery workers whom it startled while they were digging graves. Subsequent sightings in the area of Point Pleasant, West Virginia, terrorized the locals and caused strange occurrences. It all came to a head when hundreds of locals witnessed the Mothman on the Silver Bridge and then watched in horror as the Silver Bridge collapsed, killing 46 people. 
As it flew away, the locals, re the locals referred to it as the terror from the skies, the Mothman. Similar sightings of the Mothman preceded and predated the infamous Point Pleasant disaster, most notably on April 26, 1986, in Pripyat, present-day Ukraine, back then Russia, at the Chernobyl nuclear power plant, when before all hell broke loose, nuclear workers spotted a huge winged black entity skulking around the power plant for days leading up to the nuclear accident that rendered much of the Ukraine as inhabitable. What they saw, they described as 10 feet tall with bulbous eyes, winged and muscular. Moments after the disaster, military-grade fire-extinguishing helicopters were ordered to fly over the Chernobyl nuclear facility to drop sand on the aftermath flames. As they flew over, they were forced to quickly redirect so as to avoid a huge winged entity voraciously flying out of the embers, a mysterious entity they dubbed the Blackbird of Chernobyl, quite possibly the Mothman. So what exactly was spotted locally here in Ottawa that fateful day on September 17, 2013? Was it the Nephilim? Was it the demonic spawn of the strong-willed equalitarian Lilith? Or was it the terror from the skies, the Mothman? Being an interdimensional being remains an option, but that would be a topic for another day. For now, that fateful fall day remains etched in lore as the day of the Ottawa Angel. Big thanks to you amazing listeners, the Bible, Ottawa lore, Beyond Creepy, in the cities of Point Pleasant and Prefriat. Thanks for tuning in. This is the Crypt Keeper signing off. Stay suburban, stay mystified.